Welcome, pagans, heathens, and curious Christians, to yet another episode of Pagan Haven, where learning builds community. And my name is Astra Dawn, and I'm your host. And I kind of have some news for you. I don't know if it's bad or good news, but let me just give you the news and you can figure it out for yourself. So I have a condition called PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome. I was diagnosed with it when I was 16 years old, and I also have a condition called endometriosis on top of it. I've been dealing with this condition for a while, already had three surgeries on my ovaries for it. It's just been getting worse. I ended up in the hospital. And that's why the Loki episode keeps getting delayed is because of the fact that I keep ending up in the hospital. Well, February 24th, I'm going for my pre-op appointment to find out exactly when I'm going to have surgery to have a hysterectomy. Basically, it is time. I It sucks that I'm only 28, but it is time to get my ovaries out. Possibly even my uterus. We find that out on the 24th. But I'm going to be going through this major surgery and this major life change. And I don't know if that's going to be good or bad for my brand and the podcast and everything. Being that I'm going to have more time because I was just put on short-term disability because I cannot work with the pain I'm in. The pain is just unbearable. But... I am on short-term disability now. I'm recording this episode for you guys, and I want to try to use the time that I'm recovering to really work on the brand and really work on this podcast and really get into this since I really don't have much else to do but play um, Hogwarts Legacy on PC or play on my Xbox or something. But I want to actually really try to get into this. So because I couldn't get an actual episode for you guys because of me being in and out of the hospital i figured since i've been talking about loki and his family line i'm just going to talk about the three children that are the most well known of loki because i do know a lot about them just off by hand so we're going to talk about that in the meantime of me trying to get a better episode put together for you guys I don't want to give you a date of when the next episode is going to be coming out simply because of the fact that I don't know what's going to be happening in the next couple weeks with this surgery and everything that's been going on. My mom's going to take me in for a little while, so I'm going to be staying with her during my recovery from surgery. So I have someone to look after me because she works from home. And then like my room is going to be able to help me after that. So yeah, it's going to be some tough times coming up here, but you know what? We're going to get through it. So let's get into this episode. First off, we are going to talk about Fenrir. Fenrir is one of the misunderstood gods, I believe at least. In my mind, he's one of the most misunderstood gods. Because people think of him as this big bad, like, he's a wolf and he's so evil and he's prophesied to kill Odin. Well, I feel like it was the gods. Like, they, they're the reason he became the way he was. So, Fenrir is... The first child of Loki and his giant mistress. He was just so large and so strong and he just kept growing. And Hemadel had a vision, a prophecy that Fenrir during Ragnarok would swallow old Odin whole and swallow the sun um, and kind of just rampage through the nine realms causing so much destruction. So... Obviously, they were going to fear him. Uh, Odin is god of the gods, basically king of the gods. And um, here's this wolf that's prophesied to kill him. So they decide, the gods decide that they need to kind of get a plan together to subdue this wolf. So that he does not 
kill Odin. Keep in mind, this is actually steps towards him wanting revenge on what the gods do to him. But anyways, out of all the gods, there was one god named Tyr who was um, god of law-making and justice. He kind of taken a liking to Fenrir. He bonded with Fenrir. He, he was the only one who was brave enough to feed him or even go near him. Um, so the gods decided to get together this game where they would sh- kind of like play to Fenrir's pride and his ego. They would bring these chains that they knew that he was so strong. Like, he was so strong that he would break through these chains no problem. But they would bring them and they'd be like, hey, Fenrir, check out these chains. I bet you can't break out of them. And he'd break out of them. And, you know, he's stroking his ego at that point. So what does the gods do? They go to the dwarves and ask the dwarves if they could forge a chain that was unbreakable. Because they needed to forge something that was basically impossible, they had to use things that were impossible. So the dwarves used, uh, I believe it was seven ingredients uh, for six. They used six ingredients that were deemed impossible ingredients, which were the sound of cat's footfalls, a beard of a woman, roots of a mountain, sinew of a bear, breath of a fish, and spittle of a bird. So whenever they get this chain done, the dwarves give them back to the gods, and it looks like a ribbon. It's thin. It doesn't even look like a chain, basically. So they bring it to Fenrir, and right away, Fenrir, being a son of Loki, like, he's kind of smart, and he's thinking, uh, there's something up with this one. No, I do not want to put that one on me. So the gods have to try to convince him and they're like, come on, like, if you're sitting here saying it's going to be easy, then just do it. It's going to be easy. Just do it. Show us. And so he's like, fine, I will do it. But one of you has to put your hand in my mouth. Well, obviously now the gods wanted to put their hand in his mouth because they knew what was going to happen. They knew that this chain was going to work, that they were going to lose their hand. So they're all kind of looking around and who volunteers the brave tear? Tyr volunteers and puts his hand in Fenrir's mouth and loses his hand because obviously he's chained down. And Tyr, well, he betrayed Fenrir, um, but it's told that he still visits him. Being chained down, he feeds him and uh, keeps him company. But that's why I say he's like misunderstood because like you look at these prophecies and you're trying to like stop the prophecy from happening, so you have this prejudgment in your mind. And it just, it turns you into, it turns the people against you because you're preemptively trying to stop them from doing something. And in their minds, you're just being rude for no reason. So they want revenge. So it's kind of like a domino effect. And I just see Fenrir as misunderstood. I don't see him as like inherently evil. So we're going to go into our next god, which was Yamengander. And I do want to apologize. Um, I'm dyslexic and I'm self-taught when it comes to paganism. So like when I try to say some of these names, I kind of mix up my words or maybe I don't pronounce it correctly. I do apologize. Um, hopefully you'll be able to stick with it with me. I just basically have people laugh at me and try to correct me. And I'm good with you guys correcting me because then I can say it better next time. But we're talking about Loki's second child, which was a giant serpent who had an ability to grow unlimitlessly. 
he could just keep growling and he was prophesized to kill thor during ragnarok so again odin feared him and odin decided to throw him into the sea of midgard now if you don't know what midgard is and you're wondering oh well what does it matter where he went there if he went to midgard midgard is the world of man so he threw him into our ocean thanks anyways so Yomengander kept growing and growing and growing until the point that he was so big that he could wrap around the entire earth and hold his tail in his mouth. And it's said that when he drops his tail, that is to signify the start of Ragnarok. And like I said, during Ragnarok, he is prophesized to kill Thor. But Thor and him end up killing each other during Ragnarok because when Thor strikes the fatal blow towards Yomengander, he spews poison all over Thor and into the Nine Realms into the atmosphere. And last is the one that pretty much everyone knows thanks to Marvel is our wonderful Hel, Hela, whatever you want to call her. Um, you can hear it both ways, especially because of Disney calling her Hela, but um, her name is Hel, and she was the last child born between Loki and his giant mistress. Um, she was viewed as one of the less monstrous of the three of his children, but the most sinister. She was often described as having half of her body being a gorgeous, beautiful woman, and the other half being that of a corpse, dying and rotting flesh. Now with this one, Odin actually didn't fear her as much as the other two, so he decided that she was well suited to rule over her own land, basically. So he sent her down to Helheim, named after her, to basically look over all the lost souls. And as she sits down in Helheim, she just bides her time jealously guarding the souls in her realm until Ragnarok where she joins her father and her siblings to help the giants go after the gods so and when we talk about Norse mythology you hear so much about the giants and the gods fighting each other and we when you look at the bloodlines in general most of the gods actually do have giant bloodline and then you look at Loki and you see that he helps gods, but he's also mischievous to the point that he ends up siding with the giants against the gods. Well, it's because Loki and then his children, because of his children having their loyalties to their father, they kind of just do what pleases them and what works out for them. So if the giants were going to help them out, which of the gods had turned their backs on Loki, Fenrir, Hela, um, Yomengander, they just were like, well, we're going to go with the giants because the giants didn't chain us down. The giants didn't, you know, cast us away. So, yeah, during Ragnarok, the giant, uh, Loki and them joined the giant side to attack the gods and all hell breaks loose. And it's all because of the prophecies that were leading up to it. That basically was the domino effect to leading to it. I love learning about the different stories when it comes to the gods because there's just so many, like... <sighs> wild like it's just it's interesting to me I guess that's why I like spent the 
I started at 10, so 18 years that I did studying paganism in general. It just, it interests me. I like learning about the different stories and it's, it's just fun. But uh, that's, that's what I have for you guys today. I'm sorry it's a short episode, but I wanted to give you something because of the fact of me being out and all this. And I am a bit loopy because I'm on painkillers and stuff like that for the pain that I'm in. So I do apologize if I act a little off or maybe repeat myself. I'm going to have a hell of a time editing this later, I, I bet. But I just want to say a quick uh, couple things before I sign off here. Um, first off, if you haven't seen on TikTok, my birthday is March 10th. Every year I always put wish lists up on my link in bio for you guys to buy gifts. This year I'm going to have my surgery around my birthday, so I'm going to be recovering on my birthday. So the gifts definitely do mean a lot this year. All the gifts that I've gotten so far just meant so much to me. Pretty much makes my day because of the fact that like, I feel so alone right now. When you go through something so major, I just got hormone blockers the other day and I am feeling a difference. And it's just, it's something so big. And I just, I feel lonely. But all these gifts and all these messages and all these things that you guys are sending me is just amazing. Um, I just found a new artist for um, doing a merch line, which I will have a new merch line drop soon. I have a couple items that have just come in the mail. I've got their samples and I really like them. So that will be dropping soon on the Instagram page and Facebook page. You'll be able to see the previews of them. And you can find all this in the links in bio. I'm also thinking about starting to stream my gaming um, whenever I do PC gaming on my own YouTube private channel, if that's what you guys want to see. I, I could care less if I do it or not. It's just, if I'm doing it and you guys want to see it, I might as well just stream it while I'm playing. So let me know in the comments or, you know, you can always shoot me an email. Like I always say, just go over to my links and bios, whether it's in the comments on YouTube or anywhere on the podcast streaming sites that you're listening to this on i want to thank you guys for sticking around and being patient with me i just it's a rough time and i really want to get you guys the content that you want because i absolutely love being able to teach this stuff so i look forward to our next episode because the next episode i'm really i don't know what topic if i'm gonna do if i'm gonna go straight into the loki family tree if i'm gonna try to find a new topic just to get a good video for you guys because this you know the loki family tree is a big one it's it's very detailed between like there's seven gods i believe all in all so getting that all together i might try to do a shorter one in the meantime just to get you guys a better episode out so i will see you next time and like i said go ahead and follow us on those pages so you could get updates and i'm gonna try to keep updated with you guys as best as i can while i'm out for surgery Thank you so much and just keep learning.